working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. It is high noon, and it is time for an actual AltaCast. Uh, this week we do not have a poetry reading, sad face, with our good friends in Scotland and beyond. Thank you, Aaron Gannon and Andy Talbot for putting together the bi-monthly CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life Zoom poetry reading. But today is an actual AltaCast. At one o'clock, I have the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya, calling in, telling us about what's going on. Yep, exciting stuff in Georgia. Crazy things afoot. What is happening with our world? I learned a lot of new stuff this week here in San Francisco. I learned that once people get stimulus checks, everyone's on heroin. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My walk this morning was just eye-opening. A couple different things. One, a lot of people stumbling about standing in one place doing the heroin leany, leany, forward, back thing. You know, when they stand there and it's like, are they going to fall? Are they going to stand? They seem to be doing it. Leaning against bikes. I'm like, how did you get that rad fixie? Who did you steal that from? Because there's no way that you, sir, should be riding. Well, they're not riding that bike. He was leaning against it and trying not to fall down. Thanks for that $600. Everyone's on drugs. What else did I learn on my walk over here today? People on opiates have solid poops. Wow. You know, uh, I, I look a lot at the defecation in our streets. I think it's a pandemic, a crisis. I guess not. I guess it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pandemic. It's a crisis. But that's one of the benefits about being addicted to opiates, whether it be fentanyl or heroin or pills, oxys, roxies, whatever. One of the benefits is that your poops are super solid. So when you do take one, it doesn't go all over the street. It's a big, heavy clump, like a pine cone. That's what one of them looked like today, a pine cone. (laughs) Pine cone poops on the street in the Tenderloin. It just started raining. I'm very, very lucky that my walk here from the Tenderloin was rain-free, and now it just started dumping. So all of those dumps are going to get liquidous. There was only one liquid poo that I saw. It was up against the wall. like to play a game with small children when we see a pile on the ground. I say, man or beast, man or beast. And I learned from a four-year-old, if it's up against a wall, it's always man. Dogs cannot shoot explosive diarrhea. Yeah, we're starting out that way on the AltaCast today, everyone. Poop talk. So again, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be with us at 1 o'clock on a phone call. Looking forward to that. At 2 o'clock on Some Call Me Tim, I have Mark Neuer coming in. We're going to play some Magic the Gathering. I brought a bunch of cards. Uh, My two favorite decks were stolen out of my bag at the beginning of COVID. Not stolen out of, my entire bag was stolen. I'm sure they just threw those decks away. I loved those decks. I had had one white deck. It had four Sarah Angels in it. Ugh, and a Congregate. Just some of my favorite cards in my white deck. Anyways, it's gone to the ether. And the bummer is that when someone steals your stuff like that, 
They don't play Magic the Gathering. They don't understand the mother-in-law deck. They don't care. They can't even sell those things to anyone. They'd be like, what is this? It was, they were two great decks. Motherfuckers stole my bag. And my vacuum cleaner. It was a weird, it was a weird day. I was at the beginning of COVID. I was like, oh, so all of my tethers to this world are now disappearing. My keys, <laughs> my magic deck. Anyways, Mark Neuer's going to be in at 2 o'clock to play some magic with me on some Call Me Tim. I brought a bunch of random cards. I thought I'd do some deck building. Maybe he's got some cards I can borrow, and we'll play together. It's going to be fun. Then at 4 o'clock, Will Brown is coming in. Comedian Will Brown. We're going to do a little podcast and hang out. So it's going to be a great afternoon here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf down here on the corner of 21st in Florida. So yeah, we're still podcasting safely. People are wearing masks when they come inside, changing microphone covers and having new microphones, all that kind of stuff. Keeping it safe. I've been getting tested weekly at the free testing in front of Glide. For those of you that don't know, you can get your free testing on the street Ellis Street in between Jones and Taylor, right in front of Glide. Just wait in line, and um, it's free. And they text you, like, the next day. So it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 to 4 p.m. You can get tested in front of Glide for free. You don't need ID. You don't need anything. Just need to give them your phone number, and they text you. And if you don't have a phone, you can get your results in a multitudinous ways. On the Internet, you can go back to them and physically get your results as well so be safe be sane test yourself there's no reason not to when it's free and it's available and it's super accessible okay so everybody keep yourself safe but we are keeping ourselves safe here at mutiny radio and gallery reread all of the san francisco covid shutdown laws and not only is radio essential but Art galleries are able to operate at 20% capacity. So there you go. All right. I'm really excited. The first thing we're going to do today here on the AltaCast is play a little comedy. My buddy, drummer, comedian Aaron Barrett quit comedy about four years, five years ago. Um, He did it for five years, got up on the punchline stage, and then quit (laughs) because he was like he's a really good drummer if you've ever heard the friday show uh floating goat is what we play in the fills it's a great great band and he's an incredible drummer he's also a great comedian so we're going to listen to him drummer comedian aaron barrett here on mutiny radio dot fm and dot sf Hopefully there's not a commercial on it or something. Your okay. next comedian was a drummer in a band called Aerosmith. I'm totally kidding. He's just a drummer. Uh, please make some noise for Aaron Barrett. Clap it up. <laughs> How's it going, punchline? Does everybody have comedy pneumonia? People over there, let me hear you. Come on, people over there, let me hear you. All right, wild animals on the floor, let me hear you roar. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, sorry about that. I grew up on Arena Rock. I can't help it. Unfortunately, everything I know about public speaking, I learned from Kiss. It's sad. It is. 
I did though. I grew up on all that music. I used to go see all those arena bands, you know, Def Leppard, Molly Crow, all that stuff. But the one band I actually never saw um, was ACDC. And uh, you gotta love ACDC, right? We all love ACDC. I mean, these guys, they've been around for like 40 years, just writing the same song over and over again. We keep buying <laughs> it, you know? But the one thing I love about them really is that they've never sold out, right? They don't do ballads. They've never done a commercial. But just like all my favorite bands, they will. They will. It'll be like a Super Bowl commercial for like McDonald's, right? I can already picture this song. Like this is my impression of ACDC doing a McDonald's commercial. It'll be like, they got the super size. I'm telling you no lies. Knocking me out with those American fries. Take a moment to share kids' meal with apples and pears. Have a soft serve cone, Big Mac, two pounds of McRib. Cause I'm loving it. <laughs> Super Bowl 57, I'm not sure when, but it will. Uh, but that's the thing, I always wanted to be a rock star, I did, you know? But like, my rock star partying days are pretty much over, you know? I, I, I literally, I haven't done coke in years, you know? Because coke's one of those drugs, if you're gonna do that shit, you wanna do that shit all night long, baby, you know what I mean? So like nowadays, it always cracks me up when I'm at a party or at a bar or something, and some guy will come up to me and he'll be like, hey dude, you want a little bump, huh, huh? I'm always like, shit, I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? <laughs> Bump. What the whole bag, asshole. <laughs> By the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy coke, what the hell's wrong with you, man? This shit's for the ladies. Right? Which sucks. Because I don't have coke. I have to get women the hard way. I have to actually talk to them, you know? But there's certain women I won't talk to. You know the ones that have that really annoying haze of It's like, oh my god, right? Yeah, I know, right? Get on my nerves. They drive me nuts. And I was outside a bar the other night, and there was two of those girls outside chirping away. And all of a sudden, I heard one of them say to the other one, she was like, yeah, and then I made the mistake of telling Laura, and I lost it. I walked right up to her. I'm like, you know what? You're a fucking idiot. You know that? She's like, excuse me? Why am I an idiot? I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man. You tell everybody. It's all in trouble. I, uh, I refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, you know? They always have the like, Louis Vuitton bag and the luggage and dish towels. I don't know what the fuck else they make, but... Think about that, I wish Louis Vuitton would actually make something more practical for these women that they could use, you know? Like the Louis Vuitton noose. How about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looked so cute. <laughs> Trying to get in shape. We got the new year here. I, uh, my buddy was looking at me the other day. He's like, look at you, dude. What are you gonna do if you get in a fight? How are you gonna defend yourself? What's your first move? And I'm like, what? He's like, karate kid, that's your first move? Come on, that's not martial arts. You gotta get into mixed martial arts. You gotta get into UFC. You ever seen UFC? I was like, no. He's like, you gotta come to the bar with me this night and check, the, check it out. I was like, all right, whatever. So I go to the bar with him to see the championship fight. Have you guys seen UFC, everybody? Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, this shit's fucking violent. My God. But after I was watching for a few minutes, I'm like, wait a minute, this shit's kind of gay too. Like, like mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. <laughs> you know? But sure enough, though, I did. I got, I ended up getting in a fight, but I got lucky. I swept the guy's leg and I had him in a headlock on the ground. You know what I mean? I was spooning him real fucking tight. You know what I mean? 
And then I don't know what happened. He must have felt my boner in his butt because he flipped me over so fast I didn't know it hit me. I was like, oh shit, I'm dead. The next thing I know, he was like, I like your moves, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I like your moves too, man. That was pretty sweet right there. And he's like, you want to get together and spar sometime? And I was like, yeah, man. So he let me go. We've been spooning for about a week now. Yeah. Nothing serious, just light spooning on the couch. Keeping it, taking it slow. All right, Punchline, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Harry. Drummer comedian Aaron Barrett absolutely holds up. Absolutely holds up, 100%. That was awesome. Come back to comedy, Aaron. Jeez, great jokes. Still, they still hold up. Six years later, Louis Vuitton joke still works. The ACDC stuff still obviously works. He didn't even do George Bush. Like... So much of his stuff, the light spooning, the following around, all the cocaine stuff, all still works. Really good jokes, Aaron. God, come back. Teach these kids how to write an actual joke. Remember when we actually wrote jokes and told... No, I still write actual jokes. Uh, a lot of these kids, they just talk, they just riff. But, you know, I guess that's a thing, too. Whatever, whatever. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. All right. Altacast, hanging out. I'm gonna play some more stuff. Uh, I, in, uh, or I guess I could, I don't know if I wanna read news or, I should play some stuff. Hey, our buddy Frosty Nugs died and that was really, really, really sad. And uh, it's been, it's been a traumatic, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been difficult for me, I'll be honest. Um, he was a good friend and it's hard to, face my own mortality like this. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I don't, I don't like facing my own mortality. I don't like it at all. No, I really don't. Um, because he was younger than me and stuff. I'm, I've got a bag of bird seed. Uh, Enoch, you know, at the memorial last week had little bags of bird seed and we're supposed to feed the birds because Frosty, uh, Jamie fed all of us all the time. Paid comics, fed us quite constantly. It was just giving us money for performing, even at open mics, which was like, what are you doing? It's, he was just a really generous guy. Anyway, he had a show here at Mutiny Radio called Soul Sausage On Air, and it, it was in 2014, actually, and so I went through the old hard drives that we have from the before times, the before four. <laughs> Remember the before times? Remember the boot times? Um, and I found all of them, all 10 episodes that existed, and I put them on the night playlist so we're able to listen to them and hear his voice. And just like J.D. Buell of Morning Train, no longer with us, but all of his musical choices and his voice still are with us here at Mutiny Radio. So I'm super happy about that. Um, I could play a little bit of that while I am searching out our next you know stuff I don't want to I don't I just want to save things for LaToya I don't want to talk I don't want to talk about them with you now and then when she comes on talk them about them again because you listening audience uh, are important all right so I'm gonna play a little bit of soul sausage on air a little bit it was hippie Sean Lamar and Jamie's 
Phillips, aka Frosty Nugs, and uh, fun stuff. So, let's see what happens here. I'll, I'll dump into the middle. Um, but we'll be back. Hey, if you don't want to listen to Soul Sausage, that's fine too, but it's great. It really is good. He chooses some really interesting music, like all over the map. Um, just jump to this podcast to one o'clock and we've got the news with LaToya. But I can't understand why you wouldn't want to listen to Soul Sausage because it's pretty rad. And, you know, RIP Frosty Nugs. <sighs> it sucks when you lose your friends. Um, and I know it's COVID times and a lot of people are losing people, but he died from appendicitis, which is like, what? What? <laughs> it, it makes me so nervous. And if, if, you know, hospitals are getting clogged up with, I read this article um, yesterday about LA and that if somebody has a heart attack at home and the paramedics come and they don't have a pulse or whatever, they just have to leave them? I'm like, what? <coughs> so they're deciding, you know, who to, there's just not enough room in the hospitals right now. Which is scary because it's not happening here in San Francisco, but I know it's happening in other places, and I don't understand why our bubble is so bubblicious. Like, why are we all still okay? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, folks. Uh, but hey, listen to some Soul Sausage, and we'll be back on the AltaCast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and Latoya, the Sheriff of the Truth, will be up soon. Thank you for listening to Mutiny Radio. Ooh, give me money. Um, our Venmo is Mutiny Radio. Trying to keep things alive in COVID. Haven't been able to do any comedy shows, so really no revenue coming in that way. And a lot of people have not been doing their – well, they're being good. They're staying at home, you know, and podcasts are important to you – know, anyway, help us with money if you can. I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, Venmo Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase, or hey, send me a check in the mail. Or go through Media Alliance if you have a big donation you want to give us and you can get a big tax write-off, and that's great. Media Alliance, care of Mutiny Radio. Okay. Loved all three of them very much, but Blackie was by far the least trouble to her. All right, children, dinner time. And every day it was the same story. Brownie, how dare you come to the dinner trough covered with mud? I'm not really covered, Mother. There's hardly any mud at all on my nose. Whitey, you're eating too fast. Oh, don't gulp your food. What'd you say, Mother? And that was the way it went. Brownie spent all of his time wallowing in mud. And Whitey spent all of his time either eating or thinking about eating. Brownie. Brownie. Can you speak a little louder? I got mud in my ears. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the whole world was made of cabbages? I, I like the world the way it is. Full of mud. Oh, children. Someday you'll be sorry you didn't develop good habits when you were piglets. <laughs>
did. Bart went on rolling in the mud or thinking about things to eat, depending upon which pig you're speaking of. Finally, the day came when their mother called her three children to her and said, My sons, it's time for you to go out in the world. <laughs> All right. I can't handle the, uh, the crickety-crack, the crickety-crackety of the, uh, of that particular record he chose, which is fine, it's, it's all good. Uh, but I found, I'm, I'm gonna be a narcissist. I haven't seen myself do comedy, and I just saw you know that drummer comedian Aaron Barrett thing, and I was like, I wanna see some of my links, my recent things from when I, uh, so I have one from, I just wanna watch myself, I'm such a narcissist. But I do, I wanna see myself doing comedy in front of like a lot of people. And nobody taped me at the punchline the last two times I was there, so. I got cool stills, but no one taped my set. These two tapes, uh, one's from Helium in Portland, which is their equivalent of the punchline, and the other is from Broadway Comedy Club in New York, which is like, I don't know what to compare it to. Um, it has upstairs and downstairs and all kinds of things. And uh, all right, let's do helium. For, no, let's do, I'm going to do uh, the Broadway one first because it came first. It was right after I'd come back from Greece. I was so tan and I had so much armpit hair. It was gorgeous. Uh, it was a good time. All right, here we go. Benjamin. God. <laughs> there is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra! 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 <laughs> no, really, really I, would, I would kill it for Christ. I, I'm not going to help with this. Like, I was having a really painful period, 
and I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. <laughs> but, but no, the Supreme Court is still inside there. That's why it hurts so much. They big benches, voluminous robes. Rough stuff. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, when you have your period, or when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. Hi, man! I can have sex with you now! Hi! Right? Like, the one I do understand is menopause. Because when I'm 55, men are gonna pause on me. But I'm like, oh, alright. So I have to call myself a feminist. Knock, knock! Feminism! I can get my own fucking door, thanks! I think it's the precept of feminism, I'm not sure. Uh, you guys seem like a crowd that's into equality. Everyone into, into equality? Yeah? So let's get, get on board with this. Uh, PG-13 movies, you cover the nip, you get 180% side boob, right? Get to see the butt. So what I'm saying is I'd like some side scrub for quality. PG-13 movies, right? Couple balls, can't see the dick, and get to see that beautiful, maybe hairy side Scorsese film, Infinity Pool, sun is going down, he's coming out of the pool, and, and he's, his balls are in the water, his dick is hard. We get to see some beautiful stained glass side screw. bad you know the only problem with that set is that I don't wait for laughs I uh I ran I mean I heard watching that and listening to that I'm like I was just going too fast I I basically did a seven minute set in five minutes because I was like do all my jokes get them all in there whereas I should have let my jokes breathe and I could have gotten better laughs if I would have taken out um the Gump versus Trump. But at that point, we didn't know who was running. It was it was the 31st of August, 
2019. Okay, more narcissism. This is me at Helium last uh, 11-26, 2019, so right before the shutdown. I'm really lucky I got two really good tapes before everything fell to shit. <laughs> oops, oops. Let me stop this and start this over. Hold on. Oh, I look so cute. I'm wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Okay. Hi! Hi! Wow! I, I look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck, right? I, I, I mean, I... Where are my cat people at? Where are my cat people? Meow! Meow, meow, cat, yeah! Um, I am a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Actually, I'm crazy right now. I'm boy crazy because I'm going through menopause. Where are my menopause bitches at? Just me, I'm the only, yeah. Oh, I am horny as fuck. I, I, I think I sexually harassed my mail carrier the other day. Uh, I'm in San Francisco walking down the street. It was a warm day. He had his shirt open. He was wearing a wife beater. I saw a little nip and I said to him, I hope that the Postal Service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I went, I think I sexually harassed him. I don't know, I'm crazy. He just, he was, what he was wearing, he was asking for it. I just couldn't, I had to say something. I had to say something. Am I catcalling? Ah! I finally understand catcalling. I, 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 anybody else have a new cat? I have a new cat. I love my cat. I, my old cat died. Oh, I'm just used bike. But I love my new cat, and he's great. But I finally understand cat calling because I'm constantly saying, "Baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you. Come here, baby kitty, baby kitty, baby kitty, come here." And then he shows me his butthole, and I'm like, "Look at you asking for it. Get over here!" And, and then I get up and I chase him down, and I pick him up without consent, and I flip him over, and I turn him into a baby, and I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> I finally understand catcalling. Ah! I, I live in a neighborhood called the Tenderloin. Uh, yeah, if people know it. Woo! And, but I can't, I can't tell the difference between catcalling and complimenting. I was walking down the street and a man said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. <laughs> That's a straight up compliment. Right? Another guy said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. I am fit. It's an outfit. Thank you. Double entendre in catcalling? I don't know. Another gentleman said, I don't like to wear skirts. And he saw one and said, oh, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh. Ah, that's catcalling. Right? Also, like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird. Like, that's, that's on you, man. That's on you. Actually, it is on me, so it's like, Whoa. Thank you all so much. I love you, Portland. You've been amazing. I've been Pam Benjamin. Good night, yay! Keep going for your host. Fuck yeah. I don't suck at comedy. Can I? Am I allowed to say that about myself? Uh, I can. I mean, I love it. I love performing so much. I miss performing in front of people. 
so much. And it's only been a couple weeks for me, honestly, because I had the opportunity to do so many outdoor shows at so many wonderful parklets here in San Francisco. Asiento, their beautiful parklet. Uh, they came runner-up in the in a thing about best parklets. They're great. Actually, it's not terrible right now because it's been kind of rainy and kind of crappy. So even if we did have our outdoor shows, we wouldn't be, who would come out in the rain like this to see comedy and get electrocuted by some, I don't know. But uh, once this thing lifts, this COVID, this COVID crazy shutdown in San Francisco or California or whatever we're doing, we're going to be right back to where we were, uh, which is having four weekly outdoor shows so we will go back to Resolute Wine Bar on Sundays in the Tenderloin. We'll be doing Wednesday nights at Asiento here at 21st and Bryant. We'll be doing Saturdays at uh, Atlas Cafe in the afternoon. And then we'll be back here also on Friday nights at 6 o'clock for outdoor comedy. But right now we can't, obviously. Everything is shut down and we're not allowed to do that. But we're still podcasting because we are allowed to do that. So, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to my people laughing at me. Oh, I miss it so much. <sighs> I mean, laughing at me in a, pr- a productive... I don't like it when people point and laugh like... Bleh, but maybe I do. Attention is attention. I've learned. Attention seeking is attention seeking. All right. Uh, we've got a call from Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, coming up in 24 minutes. And... Until then, um, I'm going to play some more Soul Sausage until I find some more maybe, I don't know, comedy from um, other other folks. I guess I could look up some Frosty Nugs from some old stuff. Um, uh, oh, you know what I should look up? Uh, I recently became reacquainted with Amy Mann, uh, singer, songwriter, just really beautiful music. And I'll probably cue up some of that because... I was really, I, I, Magnolia. (laughs) She has that song at the end of Magnolia for years and years ago, but she actually put out an album in 2017 and um, mental health or something, I think. Anyways, it's really, it's good. I'm going to play some stuff, the Tiki Tiny Desk concert from that NPR a couple of years ago. And we'll be back on the AltaCast. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm in .sf. mud pie. One day, as he was happily wallowing... Oh, boy, what mud. Oh, what muddy mud mud. Oh, boy. Who is it? Uh, may I come in, Master Pig? Who is it? Just a friend come to call on you. Won't you let me see your new house? No. You must be the wolf, and our mother warned us about you. Well, if you won't open the door, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down.
So this is Jonathan Colton, and our two new arrivals are Jamie Edwards on keyboards and Paul Bryan on bass. And this song is called You Never Loved Me. It's another extremely cheerful, optimistic <laughs> number.
It's called Goose Snow Cone. Keep it together. 
This is called Patient Zero.
guys so much. Jenny Edwards, Paul Bryan, Jonathan Colton. Hooray, Amy Mann. Remember her? And that last song was called Patient Zero, which I love so much because it's like, right now, who is Patient Zero? All right, uh, one more Amy Mann song, and then it'll be time for Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, to call us. And it'll be great and grand and exciting and new and wonderful as always it. All right, uh, this is uh, the song you might know, Save Me, off the Magnolia soundtrack by Amy Mann. Suspect. 
don't know her and you do now and isn't she lovely I just love her voice um, she makes me feel all those romantic feelings <laughs> yay uh, all right waiting for a call from Latoya the sheriff of truth bring Cope back here for a little background for uh, I'm excited uh, to know what's going on in the world because I'm afraid to pay attention to it, actually. It scares me. I want to hide in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. Or wine. Uh, wine also comes in barrels. I'd like to hide in that as well. It's scary times. Try not to drink too much, friends. I fell down on Matushi on Christmas Eve and it still hurts when I cough. <laughs> like, I bruised my tailbone so badly. I had this crazy bruise on my butt for a while. It was, uh, it's finally changed all its colors and gone away. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, but it was, uh, I landed really hard. I fell. I was very drunk. They call it falling down drunk for a reason. So don't do that, uh, people out there. Be careful. Too much, or if you do drink, eat. Okay, Toy the Show of Truth is gonna call. It's gonna be great. What other important stories from the Tenderloin do I have to address you with today? Uh, it's pretty desperate out there. My cats have been having a cat circus every night at like five in the morning, and I am so sorry, downstairs neighbor. I try to get Cirque Day meow, Cirque Day cat, chalet, chatelet. I don't know. There's a circus of cats in my house. And thanks to comedian Lauren Kraut, she gave me this kitty circus tube that has a hole in it, a little toy. They love it. They love it. And I have to put the cat tube up at night because circus cats. Sorry, neighbors. I'm sure you would rather overhear people having uh, loud and vigorous sex, but nope, it is cats. C 
cats running around. That's the only action happening in my apartment is wild cats. Come on, Latoya. There she is. There she is. Yay. Hello. Oh, my gosh. You have so much important things to tell us. Do... Did I say, did we say this was going to happen? Did we talk about this? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So Mitch McConnell's now the minority leader. That's exciting. But have you been watching what's going on? Oh, uh, no, I'm, I, I've submerged myself in a, in a barrel of wine and I'm uh, going to come out at the next free oh. ice cream day. No, please tell me what's going oh. on. I'm too scared to look. Be on your computer right now. You will see. They, these crazy-ass Trump supporters busted through the Capitol with guns. Someone's <gasps> been shot. There's... Ooh! I... The rest of, I'm sure the rest of podcasts I was paying attention yesterday. Yesterday I was paying attention and I watched a CNN thing where they went to um, Trump supporters who were like, he's, we're not supporting Biden. He's not our president. And we believe that Trump won and we are going to fight for it. And it was women. I was so surprised. They interviewed like seven women and they were all, I couldn't believe it. White women. I was like, what are you doing, white women? What are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm suggesting you, you go to Google or Yahoo News or CNN or I like TYT, uh, the Young Turks. Uh, you were girl. I've been watching all different news affiliates all day. So this is what happened for those who do not know. So today is the day that um, Vice President Pence would have signed electorals, and he did not go with, of course, Trump's uh, fake false so that basically Pence can choose the president. So they had their little hate rally today earlier. The media, mainstream media keeps saying it's just peaceful. That shouldn't be peaceful. And then... Um, President Trump, he did his little hate speech and said, he, you guys need to go out there and fight Whoa. or primary the hell out of folks. When people heard fight, revert back to Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. This okay. is the moment that he was talking about. Yeah. And it, so it now says- you have been... Oh, go ahead. Pro-Trump mob storms... Uh, Capitol as armed standoff takes place outside House chamber. That is scary. Wow. Uh, shortly after 1 p.m., hundreds of pro-Trump protesters pushed through barriers set up along the perimeter of the Capitol where they tussled with officers in full riot gear, some calling the officers traitors for doing their jobs. About 90 minutes later, police demonstrators got into the building and the doors to the House and Senate were being locked shortly after the House floor was evacuated by police. An armed standoff taking place at the House front door as of 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and police officers had drawn their guns at someone who's trying to breach it. Wow. Wow. A woman is in critical condition after being shot in the chest on the Capitol grounds, according to two sources familiar with the matter. 
They could not provide further details on the circumstances of the shooting. Multiple officers have been injured with at least one transported to the hospitals. Wow. Wow. This is um, in our country, and I can't believe it. I just keep saying to myself, I need to stay with calm. But here's a fun fact, and here's something that happened. And this is the part that I like. The Republican Party finally died and ate itself. It finally died and ate itself. Because now you have these Republicans who they've been interviewing, scared shitless, saying that President Trump needs to tell these people to disperse and you know, and one Republican even said, I forgot his name, but he was the most honest Republican I've heard ever, where he said that this, this we, the Republican Party will not recover from this anytime soon. We just saw everything fall apart. It is going to hurt us for a while. It was kind of like he was taking responsibility, wow. you know? That's why I'm like, ooh. And, uh, but you know, they were interviewing him because he was one of the he's a representative who is in lockdown in the Capitol building. So you got some scared shitless. Yeah. Trying to tell y'all. Well, did you hear you. Um, the, the plan if Trump decides not to vacate the White House is to just starve him out, to take away his electricity, take away his food, and just until he actually vacates because there's nothing there for him. That's one of the... Well, he has until the 20th. Right. But until then... Oh, but what you're saying is I get you. Like, basically, blow him out. Right. If he doesn't vacate of his own accord, as he should on the 20th, with the changeover of the new president, and then... He should be arrested. But that's the thing. Well, he should be arrested, but I think they're just going to sort of starve him out but the thing is the military he was saying that he would get the military to support him but he'll no longer be the president and the military supports the president that's like one of the things they do you know they so once he's no longer the president he has no sway over them so it it shouldn't i don't know what's going to happen so here's another thing so uh, the mainstream media hasn't been mentioning this, which I noticed. I've been watching more Al Jazeera. Um, uh, shout out to Al Gore. 20 years ago, yeah. it was a different fate. This time, 20 years ago, but uh, we should we should have rated some shit then. Right. Damn. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> but, that's um, the electoral college. It's he, the same problem that they're complaining of the GOP and the Trump supporters. Electoral college sucks. Yeah. It's not real. Well, we could have brought this up 20 years ago, but. Um, you know, Al Gore has tact and cares about his integrity as a person and as a, a political figure and didn't want to have his name tarnished for all time as the jerk face who, you know, upset the apple cart. And maybe we should have 20 years ago risen up and all the Democrats should have said, this is unfair. This is unjust. There is voter suppression. The Electoral College doesn't work. It doesn't represent us, but we didn't. And now all of a sudden that it didn't swing in their favor. They're like, you like during college sucks. It's like, yeah. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you all that too. Yeah. See, you know, oh, here's another fact about today. Um, so uh, they were asking for the president and the National Guard, because if you look at some of those images or video, 
you don't see police. You just have these crazy ass clan members on like going ape shit all over the Capitol and in DC. And they they're like in the mall as well. Um, but there's no cops. The president told the national uh, the national guard, no, we don't need your assistance. There's no boy. Let me tell you, if this was a Black Lives Matter protest, there would be rubber bullets and 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 guns. And oh wait, we saw that. Right. <laughs> but you, these these crazy ass clan members, just like what happened in Michigan during the um, the quarantine and. They came up there uh, at the state capitol with their guns and stuff, and they got to stand there. This is what happens when you don't hold people accountable. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. And you see, I wonder, you should ask your dad how he feels about stuff today. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I think that he, I don't think he voted for Trump this year. I think he saw through the party lines. I mean, I think there's a lot of Republicans this year even who, voted Democratic because they realized how ridiculous he is. I mean, my father is an intelligent person. I'm sure he did not. Right, right, right. I, it's about economic on him. Right, exactly. And it's he's about old, status quo. Old it's old people about yeah, the status quo. Yeah, he's a Republican. It's the, it's the baby boomers. Um, yeah. It's the, people in the, it's the people in the 70s that said, you know what, we're not these hippie weirdos. We're the other side. And uh, supported Reagan in the 80s and uh, the guy yep. with dementia <laughs> the first the first the first president that we started to realize like maybe he is just an actor and a figurehead oh because he was an actor oh <laughs> he, you know you I, know what though but I, I will say this I am loving the fact that this took 50 years of this party to go to shit 50 years because mm-hmm. it started with Nixon, and then we get into we skip over Gerald Ford because nobody cares, uh, <laughs> and then we skip to Reagan and the fundamental, the evangelicals, uh, you know, the welfare queen, the propaganda of and the crack air and the AIDS and these people are bad. We skip over to George H. Bush one term. He's kind of Reagan, Reagan light, but right. whatever. He likes war. Yeah, absolutely. And then we skip to the war his machine. Son. Well, it, it, wait, don't skip over George George Senior because Bush Senior because. No, that's what, that's that's what I meant. I said George, George Herbert. Yeah, the, but big old, big old, big old Georgie though. He loved war too, and he taught his son because that's the economic boom that we needed. He, right. He's an old school guy who was like, "Hey, you know what brings us out of he an economic war. slump? Slump war, the war machine." And who owned Halliburton? Who had all those think tanks for the all those the the Bush eras? Yeah. Were all warmongering Bible Belt warmongers who knew that. The American economy is great when we're at war and pushed that agenda and everybody was like, oh, okay. Okay, so that was that. Now we're at Clinton. Yay. I mean, he's oh, wait, still wait, wait, yeah. oh. let me let me Let me talk about Clinton, though. Mm. So in the, his administration, you have the 1994, uh, the House. So here, when the, this is when extreme crazy comes, Newt Gingrich. Right. <laughs> you have Trent Lott out of Mississippi, these were like some evil mofos. And Newt Gingrich is still evil. 
And then we got George W. We were all there for that one, weren't we? Right, right. Eight long years of hell that we thought, that we thought. I'm just going through Republicans. Right, um, right, right, right. And now this is the buildup. This is, this is the chickens coming home to roost. Mm. This is everything about white supremacy and greed and, and everything. Well, it's not about greed. It's actually about white supremacy and hate yeah. and democracy. These pe- and the intelligence, too. This is a war on intelligence. Well, what do we have? That's the problem, though, is with George W. Bush, the No Child Left Behind, it was systematic culling of critical thought from our education system, so we had a bunch of dummies. And then now we put them into college, and we put them into Zoom college. Idiots are paying. I have friends that are going to Berkeley right now, and they're paying the regular Berkeley fees, $7,500 a semester, and there's a campus fee, which just makes no sense, and all of their classes are on Zoom. We are finally pulling the veil back on the joke that that our college system is that education in the United States it's it's a total joke that you could do it but what do we have to say about those people that were older that are out here you know like that are your father's generation and stuff I mean they grew up with free education and then look how some of them turned that's that's true too these are these people out there too so what do we say about those people or people our age sure that are all... I think I think the fact that I, I think what it boils down to is this is what happens when you don't teach about civics and real American history. Yeah. This is what happens when you build your the ideology of America in white supremacy. Yeah. That you know that everything you know everyone knows about these people are mad because the truth about America is coming out. Yeah. Not everything. I mean, people still forget that George Washington had slaves. Yeah, of course. People still forget that, you know, that that certain people that were the first of were not the first of. Jefferson. This is why they don't want to teach about, you know, the, it, 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 it's educated critical thought. You mentioned with the No Child Left Behind being programmed. It's a cult mentality. Yeah. And that, I mean, we have, look at our money. Look who's on our money. How many slave owners are on the dollars that we are slaves to. Like, it's... We, our country is absolutely built on white supremacy and that we don't acknowledge it. An entitlement of... Uh, yeah, and, uh, yep. and still the entitlement of people that don't want to wear masks. You know, looking at... that We should count the people in the videos that are storming the house right now. That none are, of them have got, masks on. None of them have masks on. None of them. So... Let them kill themselves. The new virulent form, uh, the new, I mean, it is already is a virus, c- corona, the highly airborne, more crazy thing that's happening that infects more people. You're not wearing masks. Oh, well, we're, we're, it's a disease. It but doesn't. It's slut. I can't. Because, because our stupid former president, real soon, or hopefully criminal, or domestic terrorists, or whatever we want to call them. Um, those people, there are people out there that still think it's a hoax because he started that. Right. Yeah. Because he kept saying, it's going to go away, it's going to go away, it's going to go away, and now it's even worse. There are more people dying now. It is more dangerous now 
with the new strain than it was last yeah. spring. When we first shut down, yeah. it is more dangerous now than it was then. And um, yeah. Yeah. and I'm starting to like recognize and realize, and when you watch the numbers and you watch where it's going up, and look, we're going to see the numbers in two weeks from these idiots that are all gathering together without masks, the numbers are going to go way up again. They're going to keep skyrocketing. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough access to them. And uh, I'm wondering if, I hope that in Biden's first days, he figures out a way. They said 20 million vaccines and there's been like 2 million. I mean, you know, we you need know to what move. I want, I want him to be, I want him in the first, I want, uh, in the first 20 days, I want him to, uh, Give us that CG and file charges on this motherfucker. Yeah. I want the Democratic Party. It's it. I swear to God that you Democrats, this is the time now for accountability. If you don't show these people accountability, they'll do it again. Absolutely. And there are a lot more smarter people who will be running in 2024 who are part of this broken Republican Party that are Ted Cruz wants to run, Marco Rubio wants to run. Fucking Uncle Tom Cotton wants to run. These people are a little bit more intelligent in contrast to Trump. Right. They will pull this shit off again if the Democrats do not come through and hold these people accountable. Well, and I I said this weeks and weeks and weeks ago that Trump, that how many, what's going to happen in the interim between the inauguration and Biden in those 72 days, how many people are going to die and will we be able to try Trump for crimes against humanity? I mean, if, if truly, and he tried to claim this as a war and he said, we're at war right now with this virus, we're having a war on the virus. And he let all these people perish because he was not putting down, he's not putting out more vaccine. He's not wearing a mask. He's not telling his people Everything that's happening right now, he should be standing in a microphone and not saying, hey, this is okay. He should be saying, put on a mask. Put on a mask. This is real. And how many people are going to die in those 72 days between inauguration, uh, between um, election and inauguration? And can we in the future try him for crimes against humanity? I said it before. Well, it, it trickles down. Okay, He's okay. the one who's not standing up and saying, we have a huge problem. With just the disease, just with the coronavirus, not just with the white supremacy and saying like, eh, I should still be in charge. And But all that well, aside. What see, but what you see going on right now, this buildup of all, this is this is not even a riot. This is a coup. This is an attempted coup. It's a coup, Both yeah. In certain countries, this, like what's going on right now, Trump incited this. He says we'll what never concede. Yeah. But if someone's in critical condition, they're, when you, like, these are federal crimes. Yeah. And my, my point is, of course, they would never get him on corona. Hell, we couldn't even get Bush on the war crimes. Worse. <laughs> well, no, actually, both are. But this right here, this that we're seeing, him inciting this. Him, um, actually, with that tape that came out, him, you know, because he was, uh, he was tampering with an election. Yeah. This is treason, by the way. 
absolutely. And in the Constitution, it still says treason. treason you can you can be punished by death. It still says that in the Constitution. Wow. wow. And this is him staging a coup. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that if the Democrats do not hold these people accountable, and Ted Cruz, who was out there too. Well, they have to. He lost. We're in a lot more, he lost both. We're the, in a lot more trouble. The both the popular and the electoral college vote. He lost both, and he continues to dispute the results. He has no evidence. He's just standing up in front of people and encouraging his supporters to attend rallies. They're not wearing masks, and he's still claiming that he won the election. Why? Why does he get to lie? Why does he just get to? put out false things all the time and everybody's okay with this. He is lying. We know he's lying. He won. He lost the popular and the electoral vote. I know that when he plays golf, he cheats and he tells people, hey, I did this. He's lying all the time. You don't just, yes, we do get to create our own realities, but not when you're in charge of everybody. That's when we put people into places and say, hey, you get to create your own reality in this little padded room, buddy. But he gets to make up. He gets to make up all of these. He stood in front of people this morning and said he won. He lost. He lost. Go away. You lost. You're fired. We fired you, the American people. And you can't say you won. And you can't. Say, who was tampering with? He was tampering with elections. But he's. It's yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I can't. Yeah. But that's the thing is, how how is it? Is it that because everything's scripted in our lives and reality TV isn't real and we watch TV and we watch Netflix and all this stuff and he just stands up there and says, I won. And people go, sure, we believe that. That's what we want to believe. He won. It's the numbers. He lost. I don't understand how we can even, this can even be happening right now. How can this even be happening when? uh, I can can also answer that question too because he had a little help. There's someone else that needs to be taken accountable. Facebook. Oh, you, you, Facebook and Twitter. Twitter finally put try to do something about it recently. So I won't harp on Twitter that much. But mostly Facebook, and and you have other sites like Parler, uh, which is like the the Nazi propaganda. All this propaganda that that these websites let them have, and 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 people start to believe these QAnon. Which is now banned on Twitter as for a couple months ago. But all the propaganda and these pro Trump things, these have got people programmed into this cult. And Facebook, you have, you need to be taken accountable as well. I don't don't mean just some fucking fine. I mean, if Facebook has to go, it has to go because they're part of this too. I I 100% believe in that. Well, but what Facebook does is it feeds you what you want to see. It's kind of like Instagram when you you choose your own thing. So it's like Republicans are speaking to Republicans and Democrats are speaking to Democrats. I've pretty much gotten rid of all of the people that were on my Facebook that were doing anything pro-Trump or pro-Republican because I just can't even look at it. But all of those people... It's like a mirror. Facebook is like a mirror, right? And you hold it up to yourself and you go, look how pretty I am. And you show the world, like, this is my idealized version of myself and the world that I want to create around me. And, but we, we, we just keep feeding ourselves and the people around us the same stuff, which is why in San Francisco, I'm like, oh, I live in this bubble because I don't see all of that other weird bullshit that's out there. But other, but, it but what exists. I mean is, 
Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, oh, what I, but what I mean is, like, just like how Twitter was able to stop propaganda and stuff about how COVID was a hoax, and I believe uh, Facebook finally penalized people that would be posting up uh, uh, misinformation about COVID. Yeah, fake news. You know, so what I'm saying is these things can be screened. Actually, what gets taken down mostly on Facebook is left-wing stuff. So there's already an imbalance there. But you know what? I don't care about that. You know what? I don't care because there's other platforms that are, you know what? I can read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well, I don't need That's another thing. So, you know, I, could, I don't care as much. I care, but I care about more about the stuff that is programming people these lies. Right. And that this is why the crazies have come home to roost. Because they these Trump propagandists did all this stuff. They, I mean, the what was it the the four or five years ago with Hillary and the um, the pizza, pizza gate? gate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was all over Facebook. And look what happened. Someone actually got hurt and shot. Right. This is part of that. It's inciting you violence. You still have people. Yeah, you still have people. You have signs of these people right now in the Capitol that say Hillary sucks. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> integrity of our government, for the Constitution, for mm-hmm. the government that we believe in, for democracy, for his own integrity. And I knew that he would stand up because it was him and Trump, the reason that they worked together, and I don't think they work, but the reason they worked for a lot of people is that he literally is the moral majority. He is he claims to be a real Christian, but he claims to be a real Christian. Therefore, he's not going to lie. He's going to uphold what he can when he can, because I, I honestly believe that Pence believes that he talks to God, just like how George W. Bush yeah. was like, I'm a super Christian and I talk to God. I think that Pence also had that like. He calls his wife's mother. Right. He's, he loves <laughs> Jesus, right? So he's going to try to be an honest person. And Trump is the epitome of dishonesty. And Pence wasn't going to uphold that. And I, I respect him for that. And I will give him the nod. I don't respect that piece of shit. Well, he's part I, of this, too. He needs to be held accountable. But what I will well, say is, be. yes, you're right. He withheld the Constitution. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. He withheld the Constitution. And he knows after this, his political career is dead. Of course. But even so, he saw how, and I think the reason why he he did what he was supposed to do and not go with this bullshit that 45 wanted him to do, he did this because he saw that, wait a minute, even Trump supporters, if you don't believe in it, he noticed that they were worshiping 
Trump instead of God, his God. Right. Because his God's really effed up too. <laughs> you know, he's not a fan of gay people or black people or women. Right. None of that. So, he's a big old but, white God on the clouds. But, yes, that guy. Sky Daddy. Uh, <laughs> but I will say that there was a pinch of integrity. That's what a it is. A pinch of integrity. Because there is no, there is there is no win with there is no winning solution for him. Right. Well, he here... knew if he was to do what Trump was going to have him do, he would have looked bad all over history. And there is no, I mean, his political career would have probably not worked anyway. But he knows with this, he committed career suicide so he's probably be on fox news now this is uh yeah he'll be an analyst on fox news this is from um an opinion site that's um republican but this is an interesting thing it says trump and republicans electoral college election objections betray conservative legal thought the events of the past few weeks suggest the principles animating modern conservative constitutionalism are merely arguments of convenience and then um this is a good quote from it. Wednesday's antics are not just dangerous political theater. They are also a betrayal of two of the foundational legal principles conservative Republicans have pushed for decades. So the people within the party had to start realizing that what they were doing was going against who they say they are. I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, this is why I'm enjoying them eating each other, pal. Why, I know. Why don't white crime? It's um, Rob Edwards was was doing some comedy in here uh, earlier this week, and um, and he we were, there was a, an argument that broke out, and he was like, "Why don't white crime? I love it." <laughs> it was very funny. Um, so continuing that quote says Republicans have pushed for decades. The first of these is originalism, the theory that any a debate over the meaning of specific constitutional provisions should be conclusively resolved by how those provisions would have been understood when they were adopted. So originalism is saying that the original constitutional, what they meant is what they meant and that's what it is. And then if we go by originalism, it's totally white supremacy because they're I mean when the constitution was written black people were still slaves so right. uh, so originalism doesn't shouldn't really hold water anymore if we're not built on continuing racism uh, the second is called federalism the second related principle and a particular understanding of federalism the division of power between state and federal governments through which our founding charter preserves the regulatory primacy of states over most topics including federal elections simply put wednesday's objectors will unintentionally but necessarily drive home the central criticism of the conservative legal movement that the Putative principles animating modern conservative constitutionalism aren't actually inexorable constitutional mandates, but rather arguments of convenience to be brushed aside whenever they prove inexpedient. So that's I hate this picture of Trump, too. He's just smiling. I want to punch him in the face. I just I want more than that. want to punch him in the face like that smug. That smug, entitled, pretentious bastard who only tried to be – he want, he was like, 2000 give him 2000 give him 2000 only because he's like, ooh, maybe if I give him more money, they'll like me. I mean, the 600 – well, ones and zeros. The it two things are – stick it to Mitch McConnell. The, uh, that Mitch. was to stick it to Mitch McConnell. But 
he also needs to be taken accountable, but, you know, ain't nothing going to happen to old Mitch, baby. Oh, nothing? You know, he's, he's the one. He, I don't think anything will happen to him. Um, well, actually, here's, here's, here's the thought. I think some of these Republicans need to watch their back. Because these Trump people, this cult is coming after y'all. Yeah. They, they are mad at y'all. Like, I, I don't want to put this out in the atmosphere, but I hope they have bodyguards. Oh, I'm sure they all do. They're all... Been... It's just rich people. Nothing's going to happen to the rich people. It never does. I'm hoping that oh, they all catch COVID because COVID, COVID doesn't see economics. It does, it's a disease that sees humans. And that's the thing. These entitled fucking pretentious motherfuckers there this disease doesn't see it doesn't see your money it doesn't see your privilege and i hope i mean i hope that they see the the light and the error of their ways and maybe they will and maybe you they know won't. what else is a disease that that is harmful too and it kills people every day white supremacy yes well I, what I was really, because, th- I was hoping, and I hope that our next president stands up and says it, police brutality, still an issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, killing black people, Black Lives Matter, still a huge issue, and it's time to address it. And I wish that our last president would have stood up and said, hey, this is a huge issue that we should be dealing with. Looking at the opiate crisis, hey, this is a huge issue that we should be looking at. But you instead, stop? it's all self-interest. All self-interest in money. And it, the people, yeah. we, we the people, not I the person. That's what how it starts. We, we, all of us together. And I know that America doesn't like poor people for whatever reason, but we are the people. Mm-hmm. And you keep dividing you us. So Jeff Bezos has all the money now and, and no exactly. more small businesses. Thank you. I was just going to say, you know what would have been awesome, though? If we would have came together as Americans, because we need to be more mad about these corporate politicians and our wages and how corporate America has, and capitalism has really destroyed. We need to be angry about why is, why are people working three jobs in order to survive? Yeah. Our living wage at this moment should be $25 an hour. Yeah. As yeah. minimum wage, not not seven dollars. You people need to be mad about that. Well, but See, that's... it would have been cool if we would have went up there all together and protest and start some shit because of that. But no, no, no. You got to do this stupid shit. Well, it's the it's the valuation of labor and what labor is real and what labor isn't. And that right now we've got all these people working from home. What are they doing? We've got tons of people out of work. All the the service industry. Why did, why are we destroying the service industry? Why are we destroying small businesses? Why are we destroying artists? I, I mean, I understand the lockdown and the shutdown, but if we're all getting ones and zeros, how come? We're just making the. Anyways, I just I'd like to see some some equanimity and for labor to be valued and some Americans get to be entitled and and the rest of us don't. Like I'm freaking out. I don't know how I'm gonna get. 
I, I mean, as a small business owner, I they they keep saying, oh, you can take out more loans, you can take out more loans, but there's no. Nobody want to be in debt. I know there's there's no there's no free money out there, and it's like, but and I can't yeah, work. So how am I I'm supposed to? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad, Sue. We ought to be out there protesting about COVID yeah. and give us money. Uh, these small businesses are closing down. Give us money. We ought to be out there for that. Yeah. But these these crazy ass crackers, they don't even get the memo on that part. Because you know you have a ton of people, you know, unemployed out there. Oh, it's you know, getting desperate. What you see out there, what you see out there is not just you don't see a bunch of one percenters out there. You probably have zero out there. What you have is rural America out there, and that and that they're dying. Yeah. And their loyalty to the their loyalty is to the wrong people who don't give a fuck about them. Well, you, and they are too stupid to realize. That. You want to know what that six hundred dollars that six hundred dollars did for San Francisco? Uh, it's got everyone on heroin. Like, it's not enough money to actually pay your rent, so everyone in the Tenderloin is high as fuck because everyone just got their checks, and it's not enough money to, like, so you're going to buy some booze and have a party and do a bunch of heroin, I guess, because that's about how much money it is. It, I, I mean, it's really... And people are getting desperate. How about, how about this one? First, there's a flight from San Francisco, a huge exodus. There's two San Francisco stories I want to quick touch on. Uh, one is that you can look at the U-Haul traffic leaving San Francisco. People just fled the city. People have left. Uh, so yep. even even if the service industry opens up, who is left to uh, go there with expendable income? And just speaking of the desperation in the city, SF woman assaulted at gunpoint, her five-month-old French bulldog stolen on Russian Hill. And a woman, 30-year-old San Francisco woman, says her five-month-old French bulldog was stolen by three men who assaulted her Tuesday night at gunpoint while in Russian Hill. Sarah Vorhas said she was walking alone with her two dogs, Chloe and Colton, on Hyde and Broadway around 5.45 p.m. when she heard a man come up behind her and say, give me your dog. She turned around and a man holding a gun began punching her in the face. And then he took her dog, Chloe, and got in a car with two men and drove off. So people are desperate. People are stealing Mm -hmm. cute French bulldogs in the streets of San Francisco because of desperate poor what Chloe she got and she looks she got punched in the face hard it's not it's uh, that poor girl and her poor dog that's, that's what we predicted we predicted that before too you know well just the, uh, it's the we desperation here that. yeah yeah we predicted the fact that desperate times are going to cause desperate measures and people are going to start getting buck wild out here those people are broke. Yeah. And yep. that's what breeds the desperate. And th- I mean, I'm broke and I still have an apartment. Yay. But the people that are, I mean, and it's it's raining right now. I, well, it stopped raining, which is nice, but I feel terrible for a- anyone who doesn't have shelter right now and that doesn't, f- right. they have no recourse for ways to get shelter. And it's, and, and 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 that's and that's gonna get them sick. I mean, 
the cases are going to go up because more people are getting kicked out of the home because they can't pay their goddamn rent. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, with them being homeless, that's a better chance for them for catching the virus. Right. Although being this outside is, why we, is safer. We <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this is the reason why these idiots out here who are doing this for their dear leader, y'all are out there for the wrong thing. That entitlement, you said that earlier. Yeah. Man, that entitlement is one hell of a drug. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm better than you. That's why I deserve some. If, hey, if there's any entitlement, we should all be clamoring for this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Although, money. once that particular strain of COVID is vaccinated against, is it going to continue to mutate? And do we have to take more vaccines, or is it going to cover? I don't know. I don't understand science that that well, but I just want everyone to and be safe. I already have an issue with the vaccine too, so. That's already scary. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, tell us, Nostradamus but, us. But this is under, oh, sorry. What's your prediction for inauguration night? Um, I think, well, I don't think they're going to have anybody, like, out there because of COVID. Because, you know, usually there's, like, a nice gathering and stuff. Right. Um, I think it's probably going to be, like, on the mall and televised. Um, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think these same clowns that are doing this are going to do the same thing on inauguration. I, I mean, it's going to build up. These people are, I said this before, there's going to be more mass shootings by, done by these crazies. <sighs> there's going to be more violence because of these crazies. Hell, in Salem, Oregon, over the weekend, you just had the Proud Boys who supposedly love the cops and law and order so much, they love the cops so much, they started retaliating against the cops. Mm. <laughs> well, there were two shootings so, in Gilroy, but I don't know if that what that was about. It was just like, oh, my God, shootings in Gilroy? What's happening? Why? Why again? And I don't know if it had anything to do with Trump. Just two people got shot in Gilroy again. So everyone hates garlic. I, I don't know. But on top of this political violence, and this domestic terrorism, I think crime is going to go up because the story that you just told about that woman getting assaulted is going to lead to others. And, and it, it's going to be, these streets going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Part I, I, of me is like, I'm kind of cool with staying at home right now. I miss working a lot. I do. And I miss being at the studio and what have you. But a lot of shit can happen from me from here to me going to the studio where you are yeah. or to go to work especially in the service industry because now you got these crazy ass coops you know you have a crazy person that can come in and i thought about this all the time when i work at mckellar someone who wants to come in and just spray up the place because you have people like these trump supporters that do that so i'm kind of yeah. cool right now because the, the kettle is hot. Well, the kettle is hot, and it's whistling, and it's scary, but I also have no idea how... I mean, I kept Mutiny Radio alive in 2020. I'm very proud of that. I have no idea how I'm going to do it in 2021. I, I mean, I'm just going to have to hustle again, just like I did last year, and just beg everybody for money. But Because there's no way... There's 
they've shut it down. There's no way to make money right now. Like, there is no hustle. There aren't people out there, which we can't. It's like, how how do I survive? Because okay. unemployment, unemployment isn't going to do it, and there isn't they, – they don't have – this, they don't have. I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'll you make it work. Fans, uh, you can start an OnlyFans channel. You know, right? You might have to do because everybody, everybody wants to see a 46-year-old's <laughs> flappy titties. That's exactly what they want. I'm sure. <laughs> they want to see my. Well, they're 46-year-old titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. Uh, I don't. I can't imagine that anybody would be into. Uh, <laughs> Seeing my, you'd be surprised, Oh my God! I don't. I I can't. And your body is karate, so I think you. That's you, so you, funny. You make some coin. I, so, I, I think you would make some coin with my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my God! I can't imagine. And you could do your political rants and read poetry naked. I mean, if if there's a market for it, I just can't believe yeah. that there's a market for that. Romantic There's poetry naked. Porn out there. Oh my god! <laughs> I just. But, I mean, hey, that's I mean that's how desperate people are getting. You know, sex you work. have a lot of these. Huh? I'm down. I'm down with. I'm down with distance sex work. That's fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I just, that's what I gotta do. That's um, what I gotta do. I just read a story about a a woman who was a former pastor, who is now making. A lot of money on OnlyFans. Oh, I love it. She's a former, she's a former pastor. Now she's in the sex business. I love it. So, and she's making. I think I read that she makes like a hundred G's wow. a month. What? And that's I what I said. I can't believe anybody would want to objectify me that much. I just can't imagine. I honestly. There's a lot of people in this world, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a thing. Yeah, they like... But that's how desperate people are getting, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because like you just said, what, what are we supposed to do with everything shut down and businesses closing and people getting laid off? Right. And then, you know, our government not doing the job. Right. Oh, by the way, I just read that um, it's official, uh, all soft one. So the Democrats take the Senate. Woo-hoo! Yay! So Biden can get some shit done. Okay, here's my here's they my. They better not. But but they better get shit done and don't be pussies. Well, this is we need we need people in the Supreme Court. You can keep adding them if you want to. There's no number of Supreme Court justices you can have. Um, we need to we need our fucking money. We need to work on that vaccine and get this COVID under control. Our our our. Economics here is in shambles. We need police reform. Yeah. We need a lot of things. The Democrats, you have a lot of work to do. I'm going to be having my foot on your neck. And you guys need to charge these people for treason. So here's my... Don't let them get away from that. Here's my prediction for inauguration. I think... I think that... And I'm not... I don't want this to happen. I want everyone to live and I don't ever want anyone to die. But... I think that Biden's going to get assassinated and I think that Kamala is going to be the president and a bunch of stuff really will get done because she'll have the majority and she has the ideas and she'll finally be able to push through a bunch of the green agenda, uh, forgiving student loans and all that kind of stuff. 
but hopefully. but I I don't I hope, hope I don't hope that anything happens to anybody. But I think right, that right. in this political, but in this political unrest and in this time, and I feel like that's what's gonna it's gonna be another like JFK kind of situation, another Martin Luther King kind of situation where these scary white supremacists are domestic terrorists and they are out. I think that we need police. I mean, I don't like police, but can you please help us from the domestic terrorists? Um, that, no, they are the domestic terrorists. Well, and they are, but then it's, I mean, again, it's, it's white on white crime. But I just, I want to see everybody be safe. Uh, help out your neighbor. Uh, be yeah. kind to someone. If, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm scared. Don't, don't go along with, I mean, just keep your eyes and ears closed, ladies and gentlemen. And watch these idiots. Laugh at them. They're idiots. This this is a coup. I love how the mainstream media is talking about, like, you don't see this. This is so un-American. Yes, this is. This is America. I have to unfriend the, the White someone. The House was burnt down. What? I have to unfriend someone right now because of their Republican what? comments. They said They just said, this is, I'll close it with this. Democrats protested for four years. You burned cities, destroyed businesses, and killed people, and you call it peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. The fake news has the nerve to call this protest at the Capitol a riot. Now you want the National Guard called in to gun down Republican protesters. Your double standards are mind-boggling and vile. My favorite part is that he's such an idiot. He put you are. You are apostrophe E, double standards. You fucking idiot. Unfriend, defriended. Gone. Unfollow, unfriend. Unfollow, unfriend. Done and done. Done and done. I don't need. I don't need your Republican idiot rhetoric, and you can't even spell your right. You fucking retard. I. I'm sorry. I used the R word. I'm sorry. I used the R word. I'm sorry. You Republican. I can't believe that. That fucking piece of shit. God, I, I really am so disappointed in so many people that call themselves Americans. Ugh. Okay. Leave us with one more happy thing, Latoya, and then and then I'll, I will say, I'll say I miss you and I love you. And I, uh, One happy thing that I think we'll be seeing uh, is we'll, we will get $2,000. And I am happy that we do have the house. And I also think that you guys should check out the show called Sherman Showcase. That's on Hulu. And it'll make your life, you'll, you'll smile, you'll laugh. Okay, Find cool. something to laugh at today. I would Watch like these to retards on TV. I'm just, yeah. I can't. No more. <laughs> we gotta, I don't even have words for it. Latoya, you're the best. I think things are going to be okay. And now that, now that we, uh, I'm the one thing I'll say that's positive for the future of the United States is I'm in a lot less fear for the uteruses of young ladies, and that they are going to be able to make choices for their own bodies, and that the human rights of women will continue to be upheld in the United States. And I am much less worried about the overturning of Roe v. Wade than I was a couple months ago. So, um, yeah, at least. At least, ladies, 
we're still going to have choice over our own bodies. Yay, human rights. But, Yay. you know, who, what other choices Happy do we have? Happy New Year. Uh, hey, thanks so much again for calling in. You're the best. And uh, I, You're the best. And it's wonderful to um, bring in the new year with you. And I will see you when this pandemic is over. But I miss you. I miss you, too. It's almost a year and counting. This is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But everybody be safe. Like, we say it, it, it does suck to be locked down, and it is bullshit, and we hate it. But you know what? Safety for all. Wear we're your masks. Alive. Keep Let's keep the numbers low in San Francisco. Um, I think we're still at 196 dead. So let's keep those numbers low. Wear your masks. Stay at home. Only go out if you really, really have to. And uh, and keep yourselves and your family safe and be be kind to those around you. All right. Love, love, love. Love, you. love, love. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude.
before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active